Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Sambrin. The Tiger Cats opened the 2019 CFL regular season by beating Saskatchewan 23-17 at Tim Hortons Field, but the game was overshadowed by a controversial hit. This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. Yes, this is the return of the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. In once again as the 2019 CFL season has kicked off and kicked off on a positive note this time around for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. For only the second time in the last 12 years, the Cats have won their season opener. Although this 23-17 victory over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders is marred, maybe overshadowed by a little bit of, for a lot of controversy, courtesy of one Simone Lawrence. We'll get into the hit that was heard around the world. Uh, well, maybe not around the world with the Raptors playing in Game 6 of the NBA Finals tonight. We'll keep you up to date on that as you're listening uh, in your car, going home from the game, or just touring around town. Uh, Golden State is leading Toronto 44-43 with about five minutes left in the second quarter. It would be fantastic if the Raps could wrap this thing up tonight and go home as first-time NBA champions and beat the two-time defending champs. As always, hey, we're live and interactive not only on the radio, but once again on CHML's Facebook Live page. If you're watching on Facebook, hello to all our friends, uh, and I'm sure some family members are tuning in as well. I know they uh, usually chime in on the Facebook Live page. Uh, you can also subscribe to the Fifth Quarter Podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast. So if you miss the program tonight, you're probably listening to this at a future date. So uh, hello from the past, I guess, if you're listening to the podcast uh, at one point. And uh, I, I gotta say, we're, we're going to make this show this season as interactive as we can. Of course, Twitter's always available. My email address is rick at 900 chml.com you can voice your opinion on tonight's game on the big simone lawrence really game changing game altering hit very early on into this ball game we'll talk about that we'll talk about another hot take that i have about this 2019 tiger cats team and as always yes the lines are open at 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell the, the twitter address by the way at am 900 chml at Rick Samprin. 23-17 the final. Hamilton, I thought, really grinded out this victory. You know, they trailed after the first quarter 7-3. They were down in halftime 13-10. Third quarter, they seemed to take over, and, and it was all sparked by Frankie Williams' 68-yard punt return touchdown that not only gave the Ticats the lead, but it gave them the lead that they would not relinquish. They went into the fourth quarter leading 20-13, end up winning the game 27, or pardon me, 23-17. to We're going to vote for our player of the game as we always do on the fifth quarter. My vote goes to Frankie Williams, that game-changing punt return for a touchdown. Um, not only flipped the script, but I think gave the Ticats a lot of momentum and confidence to close this one out. Saskatchewan also using all three of their quarterbacks tonight because on the third play of this football game tonight, Simone Lawrence delivered a headshot, a late hit on Zach Caleros, former Tiger Cat. We all know that he has those concussion woes and that concussion history. And 
Zach was giving himself up on the play, and one of the new rules of the CFL this season, I believe there's 19 of them, is if the quarterback is giving himself up, whether it's feet first, head first, hands first, whatever the case is, uh, he it is a no-go zone. You may not, must not, uh, shall not hit the quarterback. Um, but Simone Lawrence did, and not only hit him, hit him in the noggin. So Caleros, who looked okay coming off the field, which is a positive, if anything, uh, he did not return to the football game, and that was the safe move, even though he may have been healthy enough to come back and be effective. The smart move, especially considering his history, was to keep him off the field. So this is my suggestion to the Canadian Football League and CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi. We've seen the National Hockey League with headshots uh, make some pretty significant decisions in terms of uh, suspensions. And I think the CFL tonight should say to one Simone Lawrence, and, and really to all CFL players, this has to stop. And the way it has to stop is to deliver a punishment that is fit for this crime. So I think a five-game suspension, and you might be saying, oh my gosh, five games. The CFL season is 18. We're going to take five games of Simone Lawrence out? That's a little harsh. Oh, you look at the, the National Hockey League. You know, suspensions of five games are commonplace. We've seen some 10s, some 12s, some 15s, some 20-pluses for those really egregious infractions. I think this is an instance, especially with the, the CFL season opener. Tonight, all eyes, all football fans in this country staring at this lone game tonight. They see on the third play of the game with a quarterback who's had concussion issues playing against his former team for the first time ever in Hamilton. And an opponent does that. I think the CFL has to put its stamp on this play and say, we're not going to take this. We have to protect our players. We have to protect our quarterbacks. And the way we're going to do it is, if this happens, these harsh suspensions must be levied. Is five games too much? I don't know. You tell me. Let's open up the phones at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at Rick Samprin at am900chml. We can talk about the potential suspension. We can also talk about tonight's Ticats victory, which probably most importantly is the take-home for many Ticats fans. Dave is starting off the show here with caller number one. Dave, thanks for calling in. Uh, your thoughts? Well, welcome back. Uh, this is great to have the cats back and to be able to call up and uh, discuss our feelings about the game. It's great. So I'm looking forward to a good season. All right. So let's um, start about the game. What, what did you like? What did you not like? Well, of course, how can you like what Simone Lawrence did? Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, um, I don't know if he deliberately went for his head, but when you make that move, he should not have even... These things can happen when you do something stupid. Um, he should not have even launched that Calaris when he was in the sliding positions, and this is what happens. Um, you know, maybe he was thought he was going for his shoulders, but so he's sliding forward, and when he, that's just unexcusable. I mean, he should know better. Uh, I mean, it should have been. Uh, it, it's upsetting and it's very sad because Simone is a good player. Uh, I like the man, and uh, to think he would actually go out to hurt Calaris and hit him deliberately in the head is a tough stretch for me, but. It's possible, but I'm just saying that that, that he should have never even been in that situation for that to happen. I mean, it's a play that he should have just not even 
should have held up. Simple as that. Uh, uh, agree. And and number one, I, I, I know we're going to be talking about this all night, but I don't want to belabor this point, but Simone Lawrence and every other Ticats defender on the field knows about Zach's concussion history. And that shouldn't even be a point, but it is, because with any quarterback, there has to be a mindset that, uh, yes, we want, to, we want to be aggressive, we want to go after this guy, we want to get to him, we want to bring him down, but we don't want to injure the guy. And considering that Caleros has that concussion history, that has to be in a player's, in an opponent's mindset. Absolutely, and, and like I say, when you when you when you do stupid things, bad things happen. And uh, like I say, we'll never know if his motive really was to hit him in the head. I hope it wasn't. Um, but when you, this is what happens. I mean, bad things happen when you're. They just should have known better when it comes down to it. Agreed. So, do you, um, do you think like five games is too much? A five game suspension is too much, or is that is that what you would go? If you're the commissioner, what would you do? Yeah, you got. I mean, this is getting to the point here. I, I I wouldn't find that out of line. I would hate to see him out for five games, but you know, you got to. You gotta, if you're going to do the crime, you got to. You know, you got to pay the price, right? I mean, uh, you, you, you could potentially put somebody out of a career, so five games doesn't seem to be un, un uh, unreasonable. I mean, you got to stop it because one day someone will lose their career over. I mean, quarterbacks of look at Matt Dunnigan; he lost his career over a concussion. All right, let's move on to the game. So, so yeah, just, uh, what, what were some yeah, of your highlights? It's the first. It's the first game of the season. So, just judging on the first game of the season, and this is going to sound stupid, but there's a huge room for improvement. Wasn't hugely impressed, but just taking into the context that it's the first game of the season, to me, I saw maybe some weaknesses. But who knows? At the first game, it's it's hard to tell, right? Just we won the game. It's hard to be. It's not. You know, you won the game. That's the positive. Uh, but, uh, you know, first, just judging the context of the first game, obviously they need a, a lot to improve and, uh, hopefully they will. Um, we won the game. Yes. Uh, but, uh, you know, Saskatchewan probably has a good game. Don't forget we, they had that their backup quarterbacks in there and they didn't seem to be doing too bad against our defense, which is, uh, you know, but I don't know. It, it was, a. It was just a, you know, like I say, it was just a, it was the first game of the season, so we'll see what happens to come. Player of the game, I would agree, would be uh, Frankie Williams. Um, we'll, we'll give him a couple, a couple of votes. Uh, Dave, appreciate the call, no and uh, I'll, I'll be talking to you down the road, I'm sure. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. If you're watching on Facebook, we almost had a horrendous accident with the tripod nearly uh, keeling over. So apologies for that as I got ultra-aggressive with the phone just off to the side. Um, yeah, you know what? This is this is a, I think, an easy call for the CFL in terms of a suspension. Now, the number is debatable, whether it's one game or two game. My sense is, my gut tells me, it's going to be a one-game suspension, and Simone's going to get fined, uh, the CFLPA is going to appeal, and he won't be suspended, and it'll just be a fine. I can almost guarantee it. But I think if you're the league, you have to send a message to say, we cannot tolerate this. We have to protect our guys. We have to protect our guys. So a couple of votes for Frankie Williams as he had the big 68-yard punt return for a touchdown in the third quarter that uh, staked the Ticats out to a 17-13 lead. They ended up winning the ball game 23-17. Uh, also, we're going to be voting for our player of the game, as we said, at the end of this 
uh, show, we will anoint our fifth quarter fan of the night as well. Some of the best comments, some of the best emails, some of the best tweets are going to be considered for uh, the fifth quarter fan of the night. They're at the half in uh, Oracle Arena in Oakland, California, where the Raptors and the uh, Golden State Warriors are doing battle. And uh, I know it's game six of the NBA Finals, and a lot of people are tuned into that. And uh, why why shouldn't they be? I mean, this is an opportunity for the Raptors to finally, finally get their first NBA championship after uh, some oh, well, down moments over the past number of years, but a lot of up moments as well. Uh, 60 to 57 at last check for the Raptors. So this is a high scoring game, but a very close game between Golden State and Toronto. Lots of comments coming in on our Facebook page as well. Before we get to that, let's go back to the phones. And uh, Dave number two is on the line. We had we had a, one show last year. We had five Daves call in. So if your name is Dave, you obviously love the program, and we really love all these Daves calling in. So here's Dave number two. Dave two, how are you? Not bad, Rick. I hope you enjoyed your off season. I did. It was uh, rather lengthy as it usually is, uh, being a CFL fan, but glad to be back. Awesome. I, I love hearing your voice because I know Ty got their back. So. Anyhow, uh, I'm going to start with, with the hit, get that over with quick. Um, I think if you do something that warrants a 25-yard penalty, automatic ejection. Get him out of the game. I was shocked that he wasn't ejected from the game. I think they should give him a two-game suspension so if he appeals it, can go down to one, and at least he serves a game. But you're talking about a league that lets players abuse its officials and get away with fun. So who knows what's going to happen? Well, Will Hill, as you recall, was with the Ticats, and he abused an official just grabbing his collar, and he was suspended. I believe he got a two-game suspension. Well, and, I'm talking about the red block there at the end of the year. And he's, yeah, that too. He got to play the, the, the great cup, and now Which was he's not even going to serve a suspension. Yeah, I mean, that was Jonathan Rose, and it, yeah. a dumb call. Uh, or a dumb yeah. ruling, at least. It's silly, silly. Anyhow, I want to get to the game now. I, I do think Simone should be suspended. Hate to see it, but he did it. He's got to do the time. Um, when it comes to the game, not impressed at all. Um, I knew when I saw June Jones left that it was going to affect our offense. June Jones took that offense and made Mazzoli the focal point. And watching that offense tonight, it did not look like it was tailored to Mazzoli at all. So, do you want to see more deep stuff? Because I, did, I didn't, we didn't see a lot of that, and that was a big part of Masoli's game last year. Not only that, but the rollout and the you know the plays designed for him to run. Like there was a time, well, a couple tonight when he was rolling out, and then he stopped and he's looking for someone downfield. Keep running, you know. They should have the the the, the plays designed for him with the blockers out there. I mean, uh, June Jones's offense was run around him, and it looks like. You know, we're back to the Condell-Austin era where it's uh, drop back and look for your guy. And and not a heck of a lot of running. I expected a little more out of Sean Thomas Erlington. He uh, only had 11 carries tonight, which, I mean, is okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i still kind of trying to figure out what their, their plan is at running back because, you know, I, I don't know if Sean Thomas Erlington is sustainable back there. Um and now they got the guy that was a linebacker last year as the backup. I don't. I just. I don't. I don't understand it. Kind of. But <laughs> it's. Uh, I, I wasn't impressed. If we had Calgary, Winnipeg, or BC in there tonight, we would have got waxed. It would, yeah, it would have been a much different game because, yeah, I mean, Saskatchewan's down to their third quarterback. Exactly. Uh, their, their offense didn't do much tonight. Their defense played quite well. Uh, who's your player of the game? Before we let you go. <laughs> 
I'm going to go with thanks. Uh, I thought uh, uh, there was one there where the, they called it a drop, and on the replay on the big screen in, in Timorant's field, I swear he got his hands under that ball. Um, uh, so, I mean, if you add that, those yards that he should have got, I, I think he had a pretty good game. And uh, on offense, he was really the only one that stood out for me. Yeah, six catches, 77 yards, and a touchdown for uh, Brandon Banks. Dave, appreciate the call. Thanks, buddy. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. We will recap some of the uh, highlights in terms of the statistical departments for the Tiger Cats and the Rough Riders as this show moves on. Should mention uh, about moving on, the Tiger Cats are going to be moving on from this opening victory to Toronto next Saturday. That's June the 22nd. And you could be moving on with a bunch of other Tiger Cats fans if you contact the Cats Claws Fan Club. Just go on their Facebook page. It's probably the easiest thing to do and book a ticket on their bus trip to BMO Field to cheer on the Tiger Cats against the Argos. Again, that's next Saturday, June the 22nd. It is a fun time. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game to me, rick at 900chml.com, and you can always tweet at Rick Samprin at am900chml or send us a message on CHML's Facebook page. We're broadcasting live each and every fifth quarter on Facebook. Vote for your player the game by calling up the fifth quarter, sending me an email, rick at 900chml.com, sending us some messages on the uh, Facebook page that we're broadcasting on, uh, CHML's Facebook page, or send us a tweet at am900chml at Rick Samprin. Uh, talk about the game or vote for your player of the game. Frankie Williams leads the, least, the list right now with three votes. Brendan Banks with a vote as well. The uh, touchdown uh, makers for the Ticats tonight. Uh, started off the show by, uh, you know, really urging... Uh, the Canadian Football League to make a statement with the Simone Lawrence headshot on Zach Caleros. This is a this is the time. The CFL must act quickly. Don't wait a week. Don't wait till the weekend comes and goes. It should be tonight or tomorrow morning. More like most likely tomorrow. Have a hearing with Simone. Say, hey, listen. Uh, you know, we we have to make an example out of you. It's too bad it's you, but uh, we have to have this stop and ASAP. So we're going to give you a X game ban, whether it's a game or two. Or my suggestion being five, I think they got to do something. I think this is a suspendable, there's no doubt about it, this is a suspendable action. Ticats win. They are 1-0 on the season. A couple of tweets coming in. This one from Corey who writes, Welcome back, Rick. Uh, a win is a win. Last season we couldn't win the ugly games. Sometimes we need those ugly games. And tonight was a game, yeah, that things weren't exactly going according to plan for the Ticats. More so on offense as opposed to defense. I thought defensively they played pretty well. It wasn't an outstanding defensive effort, but they played pretty well. But it's these types of games at some points last year and in past years, this team just could not win. It, it kind of slipped through the, cla- the cracks, slipped through their fingers. Jimmy V on Twitter, not a great first half, but second got the job done. Lots to work on. Great win. Bev tweets, feel bad for Zach, puts a stain on this game. I still will take the win with a thumbs up emoji. Bruce writes, hi, Rick. Thanks again for hosting the fifth quarter. Great win by the Cats and cheap shot by Lawrence. He will get three games, I think, and should be five. With that said, Oski Wee and go Cats go. And Jeff voting for Big Teddy, Ted Laurent for his player of the game. Uh, Joe picking Frankie Williams for his player of the game. Let's go back to the phones and we go to Jason, who's called in on the program. Jason, how are you? Not bad, Rick. How are you today? I'm fantastic. Thank you for calling in. What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are uh, Frankie 
would be one of my picks for the star of the game. Okay. Uh, Banks, um, I'm going to say Simone Lawrence. I know I know that's going to be a tough one to say. but that's a, You know what? I thought of it. I thought of it. He, he's trying to set the tone for the Ticat season because, um, you know, I, I, I honestly think, you know, um, like Run DMC, you know, the music group Run DMC. Yeah, I'm familiar with their work, yeah. It's, it's like that, you know. He's got he's to set the tone. He's got to get the team on the right track on a winning note, which, you know, they're 1-0 now, which is good. This is good for Hamilton. Um. Yeah. So Frankie would be up there. Frankie would take us to a whole new other Hollywood. Um. I, I'll tell you. I'll just interrupt. I'll tell you why I was thinking about Simone Lawrence for a potential player of the game vote is because a he had an interception his first since 2016 b he had a sack and i mean that's what he's supposed to do get after the quarterback stop the run uh you know stifle a slot back here and there and and number three and this sounds uh uh you know like an oxymoron considering my stance on his big hit is he took out saskatchewan's best offensive threat in zach caleros and i, I didn't want to see that happen and i don't want to see that happen but his yeah. hit really changed the face of this game it, it changed. It changed. It turned. It turned the tides of the game for sure. And I think uh, like if he was to, if he was to be punished, I think maybe one game would do it. You know, because this season for the Ticats, it's going to be like last. It'll be. It'll be. It'll be a different season. It's going to be like a Rocky style season. They're going to go punch for punch. You know, tackle for tackle, throw for throw, touchdown for touchdown. You know. And then, um, and, and as for the uh, injury report with with the Thai Cats, um, you know, if I could give it to the guy that took it for the team, if I was to give him a song right now, it would be "Hey Brother" from Avicii, man, because he's true. He took it for the team, and and a lot, and, and I'm proud of these guys to this day. They still do it, game in and game out, and, and you know, like the Tigers. Tiger Cats and the Raptors, man, because I'm watching the Raptors, too. They're going to come out with their claws. And the Tiger Cats, one of my favorite computer games of all time, uh, Rick, and I'll give it to the Tiger Cats, the Tiger Cats, Tiger's Claw, Wing Commander. They got the Tiger's Claw, the Tiger's Cats, and they got to use that in order to get the, to their promised land, you know? I, I hear what you're saying, Jason. Appreciate the call. A lot of obscure references there, but I catch your drift. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game on the controversial Simone Lawrence hit. That email address is rick at 900chml.com, at Rick Samprin, at am900chml on Twitter. Brad on CHML's Facebook page, because we're broadcasting the fifth quarter live on uh, Facebook tonight, uh, as we always do, uh, says Masoli just didn't seem to be gelling tonight. Erlington for player of the game. So a couple of things. Jeremiah Masoli, I thought he was okay. I thought it was okay. I, I'm not sure efficient is the word. He didn't make any blunders, so I think that's probably a check mark. But 17 of 28, eh, all right, 60%. That's a little lower than what he was showing us last year. Uh, his completion percentage last year was upwards of 66%. And only through for 169 yards. I mean, this is the 300-plus man in the Canadian Football League. He did have that great touchdown toss to Brandon Banks, 41 yards. And I thought, you know, played a decent game. It, it almost seemed as if, and I'm not sure if the playbook 
kind of dictated this, but it almost seemed as if this uh, offensive scheme that they, they developed for game number one was not to lose or not to turn the ball over. It wasn't uh, a, a lethal or, uh, you know, we're, we're going to uh, throw the ball over the yard kind of offense. It was an offense that was pretty stagnant, pretty static, making a lot of safe plays. And the ground game was okay. Sean Thomas Erlington, 11 carries, 68 yards. He did uh, appear to injure his left shoulder towards the end of the ball game, but it was nice to see him uh, back on the bike at one point and um, seemed to want to re-enter the game, but it was you know smart to keep him out with the game in hand. Your vote for player of the game right now, Frankie Williams has the lead. We have Sean Thomas Erlington, Teddy Laurent, and Brandon Banks all with a vote. Frankie Williams up to five votes. Dave number three. Calling into the program here on the fifth quarter. Dave, how are you? Not bad, yourself, I'm good. So, second offense this morning, I mean, there's no that football game, obviously. But what point in time, when a quarterback takes off running, does he leave himself open to something like that? Well, I hear what you're saying, but Caleros was going down on the turf before Simone even recognized that he was going down and started his movement toward Caleros. I saw the replay a couple of times. There was plenty of time for Simone to say, all right, he's going down. I'm not going to deliver my hit. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to dispute that. I'm just saying, when you when you step out of the pocket, you take off running, you're going to get hit. That need to be a head hit. Shouldn't have been a head hit. And then I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. I mean, should there be a suspension? Absolutely. I think a game would do it myself. But I mean, obviously, you don't want players getting hurt. And as for the rest of the game, well, as much like the preseason game, the defense is looking stagnant. Like they're they're playing second and third string quarterbacks, and and they're coming up short. You know. Uh, yeah, this would be a much different game if Bo Levi Mitchell or Mike Riley or even Trevor Harris were out there. Absolutely. And our O-line has given Mazzoli, like he didn't have a great game in my opinion, and I love Mazzoli, but the O-line never gave him any protection. He was scrambling right from the get-go. So it's, it's hard to put any of the blame on him. Everybody wants to see the deep shot downfield where you need time. And, and you know, like I like Erlington. He's a, he's a great back, and he's twisting and turning out there like nobody's business. But he's not a great pass blocker. You know, I mean, we, he missed that from Alex Green. Like, Alex Green was good at that. Losing him kind of hurts me. I, I didn't understand the sense behind that. Yeah, that was a weird one because they signed him to a contract in, uh, like, December or January, and a couple of months later, even before training camp, they're like, nah, we don't want you anymore. That, that was a weird decision. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure on that. And if I had to pick player of the game, I would have to go with Hyra Lahu and the rest of the special teams because they're the ones that never made any mistakes. You know, I'm really, I'll say it again, you know, when, when they picked up Ja'Garrett Davis, I got excited. I know I've watched Ja'Garrett Davis for two weeks in a row thinking to myself, well, what do we got? Did anybody kick the tires on this guy before we brought him in? Yeah, well, what you got is a guy over his three-year CFL career, albeit with Calgary, who had some, uh, you know, very productive players on defense alongside him. But you got a guy with 23 sacks in three years. So that's almost eight per year. That's pretty darn good. Oh, that, that's great. You gotta, But I'm looking at the same thing as Abdul Kinney. You got a guy that's coming off a great cup hangover, right? True. Yeah, hey, you never know with these guys. But, no, I love your show. Glad to have you back. Uh, looking forward to a great season. I mean, it's nice to finally start the season off on a winning note. And 
and hopefully they can string something together. Uh, I think Tommy Condell will get pick up back up. I mean, he's he's a great uh, offensive coordinator. He's you're not going to see the June Jones downfield plays, but you're going to see consistency and and uh, yeah, I look forward to it. Should be a fun time, Dave. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the night. Take care. 905-645-3221, star 9900. We're up or against our next break. We have Frank, Dave, number four, and Anthony all on the line. We'll get to you when we come back. It's a Tiger Cats victory in game number one, 23-17 over Saskatchewan. The fifth quarter continues on 900 CHML. Welcome back. Ticats beating the Rough Riders in game number one of the CFL season 23-17 uh, before an announced crowd of 22,287. Uh, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell to get in on the action to vote for your player of the game, to comment on tonight's game, including the very controversial Simone Lawrence hit to the head on uh, Rough Riders quarterback Zach Caleros just three plays into this football game. Quick update from Oracle Arena in Oakland, California. Game six of the NBA Finals, and it's the Raptors 69 and the Warriors 66. Uh, quite a good ball game out in Cali. Vote for your player of the game. Frankie Williams right now has the early lead in the fifth quarter. We got an email from Andy who says that was one ugly win. Masoli looked awful. Did he run the ball even once? Orlando and the staff have to do a lot of have a lot of work to do. Wish we had some of the good receivers tonight that we let go. So as far as Jeremiah Masoli running the football tonight, just one run tonight for one yard. So that might be something that uh, this Ticats team focuses on in their next battle, which comes uh, one week from this coming Saturday, Saturday, June the 22nd. Ticats are in Toronto to take on the Argonauts. Now, the run game for Masoli you know, worked well last year. I think it ran for, I just have the number down here, 473 yards and a couple of touchdowns last year. So uh, we know he's capable of doing that. We know that that opens up the offensive playbook and will create some opportunities downfield for the receivers. So let's hope uh, we see a little bit more of that coming down in the future. I had a question on uh, Twitter from Jen who says, is a hit to the head an automatic 25-yard penalty? And obviously we saw that with the Simone Lawrence hit on Zach Calero. So there are 14 uh, new rules or rule changes in 2019 that the Canadian Football League has implemented. And, and here's the one that goes along the lines of what we saw tonight with the hit to the head. Uh, this references the ability of the command center to upgrade a 15-yard roughing the passer penalty to a 25-yard penalty, which we saw tonight, for a direct blow to the quarterback's head or neck with the helmet when that player has a clear view to the quarterback and there are no mitigating circumstances such as a quarterback ducking his head. So the command center, uh, the officials on the field, clearly felt that uh, Simone was... Uh, obviously 100% responsible for that headshot. There wasn't that, you know, he was thrown into Caleros or Caleros was ducking. Uh, this was a warranted 25-yard uh, penalty and should be a warranted suspension. We'll see that in the next uh, coming days. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell if you want to get in on tonight's commentary regarding the Tiger Cats season opening victory and a possible suspension for Simone Lawrence. Dave number four. We set a record last year with five Daves calling the program. Here is Dave four. Dave, how are you? Hey, how are you doing there, Rick? I'm okay. Um, I think we're being a little bit hard there on Simone. Um, it is professional football, 
And, you know, uh, like, he's never really done anything like this before. And I think when you're talking about suspending a player, especially in the CFL where players don't make a lot of money, you have to look at repeat offenders. And he's not a repeat offender. And I still remember some of the headshots that have knocked Claris out of the out of uh, games. They've been much more uh, vicious than that. You know, he's running with the football. Things happen very quickly. The play happened right in front of me. And, you know, it was an aggressive play. But I don't think it was an intent to injure. I, I just don't think Simone's that type of player. And his past his his past history certainly doesn't indicate that. And I heard you talking about five games, and that's 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 very harsh. So if you're uh, but, if you're the commissioner, what would you do? You know, this is professional football. It's men playing against men. You're the quarterback. You're going to run. Um, you know, you're going to get hit. And I think we lost Dave. Dave, you still there? I'm still there. Can you hear me? Yeah, your 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 cell phone's a little fuzzy. Give it another shot, and if we don't connect, uh, we'll have you call back. That's no problem. I, my my player of the game it was uh, Chris Van Zale from the Argos. I thought he played really well on the outside. Former Argo, yeah. Now right tackle with the Tie Cats. Um, you're going to have a lot of detractors on your non-suspension of Simone Lawrence. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, you know, I still remember some of the, the players from the Tiger Cats that have been injured by cheap shots by other other teams over the last few years. And, um, I just never seen you personally stick up for our team as much. So, a bit disappointed, Rick. Disappointed in me? Yeah. Why? So. Because he plays for the Tiger Cats? Uh, no, I just I, I I think of 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 shots that our players have taken over the years, and and uh, I think you're being really hard on Simone. I just don't think he's that type of player. And, you know, you can't define uh, one play and say some guy should get suspended for five games. You know, the quarterback's running, and he was partially down, and Simone delivered a hit. I mean, it's, it's, it wasn't like the, it, Claris was down for five seconds and he hit him. No, I will agree with that, but here's my point. I don't care who the offender is. I think the CFL has to make an example now because we can't have players getting injured all the time. You can't. And, you know, it's part of the problem with, with professional football. I, I mean, I think it's a bigger issue. I mean, uh, you know, 10 years ago, guys got the bell rung and they came back out there. Now it's now it's just looked, looked at differently. Was it a was it a uh, uh, on the line hit? For sure. Should the man be suspended for five games and lose uh, a, th- a third of his paycheck? I think that's pretty severe, don't you? I mean, I- you're not talking about guys making 20 million dollars a year. You know, that's the difference between this guy feeding his family or not. You know what, if you're making $20 million a year and you get suspended for five games, you're still getting a big chunk of your paycheck yeah. out. Uh, whatever the number is, I think there, there's got to be some action, whether it's one game or two or three. I think this is an opportunity for the league to say, you know, we're not going to deal with this crap anymore. No, I, I agree. I mean, I, I, think, I think something has to happen. You know, and some of this, some of this responsibility lays with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the league. I mean, letting Zach Clara still play football, I, I, I think he's, probably done i mean this is what is fifth or sixth concussion right that we know the, of. Man, the man's not possibly healthy to play football anymore either that that's part of the problem too uh yeah well, definitely there's no doubt about that the the player's health has to be taken into account and a lot of that uh responsibility falls on the player and the team he's playing for i will agree with you on that dave appreciate the call have a great night 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. I should mention that, you know, Henry Burris mentioned this in the halftime show on the TV, is that uh, Simone, and I'm not going to call him a dirty player. He's a guy that plays on the edge. Tonight, I, I think it was a dirty hit. Uh, but uh, Burris harkened back to when he was with Ottawa, 
And uh, the I think it was a week or two weeks after he hurt his knee, Simone Lawrence tackled him low on that knee, and Burris took exception. And I think it was later after the game he said that listen, we have to we have to stop these kind of uh, targeted hits, these late hits, these quote unquote dirty hits, because as he said, players are playing the game to feed their families. So if there isn't a severe enough penalty to detract some of these players from doing what they're doing then they're going to continue to do it. And guys are going to continue to get hurt. And those guys who are on the injured list are not going to get their full paycheck. So, you know, with the, it, this is a PA issue as well. This is the CFLPA sitting their members down and say, guys, like we got to give ourselves a shake here. And I know, hey, we want all our players to play on the edge. We want football to be physical. That's why we love the game. It's a physical, hard-fought, blood, sweat, and tears, fighting for every yard game. But if we don't have any healthy players to play this game, now there's going to be parents out there thinking, I don't want my kid doing that. I don't want to go watch guys killing each other. It's something the CFL and the NFL, every pro football, semi-pro football, or minor football league has to look at to say, how can we game, how can we make this game as safe as possible while retaining that physicality that fans love? At the end of the day, it is a fine line. And there's not an easy answer. And, you know, giving Simone Lawrence a five-game suspension is not going to be the end of the story, if that, if that is the case, whatever the number is. Because guys are still going to do this type of late hit, dirty hits, because they're playing on that edge. Sometimes they just go too far. A couple of comments coming in on CHML's Facebook page. Uh, Mike, on this topic, says, again, Simone Lawrence proves to be a dirty player. Lost any respect I had for him, which wasn't much. Brad writes, Frankie Williams made the play of the game, but Simone was the player of the game. Having said that, unfortunately, he needs to be suspended for that hit on Caleros. Brad writes, the only guy that thinks Simone is a dirty player is Burris. He was still harping about uh, the hit uh, in the leg a few seasons back. It was a legal hit. It was a legal hit. The only exception I took is that, you know, he hit him in that knee that got hurt. But, hey, hey, Burris, whether he's injured or not, he's an open target, right? But obviously you can see where Henry's coming from. And uh, Ed on uh, our Facebook page says, don't have a good email address for you, (laughs) but glad we're back. Uh, Steinhauer era is here, but will it be a good one? Teams seem to be incomplete. Will the team gel and come together or will be like in past years? with the team always trying to find an ID. I think this team, yeah, I mean, it's going to take a couple of weeks to find their identity. Orlando is not going to let that linger too far down the road. You can attend the next game in Toronto with the Cat's Claws Fan Club. You can hop on the bus trip to BMO Field. You can get a bunch of information on the Cat's Claws Facebook page. Uh, That game, Hamilton at Toronto, uh, comes at us on Saturday, June the 22nd. Big time win for the Ticats tonight. Not necessarily in terms of how they won, but getting off to a season-opening victory is fairly rare in these parts. Only the second time in 12 years that the Cats have started their season with a 
win. Next up for the Cats is a trip down to Tio to take on the Argonauts on Saturday, June the 22nd. Jen on Twitter says, glad they got the win, but room for improvement. I think that's the general sentiment tonight, is that, uh, yeah, hey, we won the ball game, but uh, we want to see this team play a lot better. And that'll come. Both defenses, I thought, were well ahead of the offenses. Is not, That's not out of the ordinary. Uh, for this time of the year, at least. Alan on email, rick at 900chml.com. Uh, it's Alan from St. Catharines. It wasn't the cleanest of games, but I'm glad we won. I'm a little uh, irritated that Simone Lawrence hit Zach Caleros late, and I'm sure the CFL will look at that and probably suspend him for a game or a few games. I can see Chris Fry filling in if that's the case. I agree with you also. I would say five games is adequate. It sets a tone in the CFL that we can't do this at all and zero tolerance in the CFL. I like Lawrence, but that was a dumb move. Reminds me of a Condry on the Leafs, a dumb move that will hurt us for a good amount of games. I wonder if Sean Thomas Erlington is injured really bad, or is it a game or two with Jackson Bennett not having any experience as a running back and Cameron Marshall on the six-game injured list? Do we have any depth? I'm a bit concerned. Also, I hope Tasker is not that bad. If so, then Jalen Acklin will be playing sooner than we thought. I like that kid, but we need Tasker on this team. Frankie Williams, my player of the game. I also thought Sean Thomas Erlington had a great game and it deserves a runner-up before his injury. Go Cats Go, that email again from Alan. A little shorty from Tom, who writes, I'm with you on a five-game suspension. No excuse for headshots on someone on the ground. Lawrence is a great player, but the league can't let stuff like this go on. About the game, neither offense was good. Saskatchewan might have been better with Caleros. Fajardo can run, but can't throw. Still, the Cats' defense was good. Offense needs work. Nice to have you back. This should be the Cats' year. Tom from Guelph. Let's go back to the phones at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. Anthony has called into the fifth quarter. Anthony, go ahead. Hey, how are you, Rick? I'm okay. How about you? Uh, I'm good. Um, Just really quick, uh, the the Cats... They did look rough, but keep in mind that the preseason was four se- uh, four games uh, a while ago, and and this is basically still the preseason. So I, I think people should take it easy. Um, the Steinauer mystique isn't quite dead yet. Um, um, as far as the hit goes, um, I, I listened to the previous caller say how he doesn't have a previous history. I'm glad you brought up the, the Burris hit. He does have a previous hit, not just on on, on Burris. I think he is a dirty player. I, he doesn't have to be because he's very talented, but he has some psychological issues. He really does. Um, the Burris hit, he had had a previous knee injury, went after his knee. Burris almost didn't play in what was probably one of the great, greatest Grey Cups ever um, and almost missed that Grey Cup because of his knee. I mean, they shot him up at uh, uh, before he went out, and, and thank God he played. But um, he, this deserves many games. Uh, suspension. Not only that, but later on in the game, I don't know if you noticed it, but he hit Powell in the head too. Powell got up with a kind of, what the H was that? He popped him in the head. Not as bad as the Calaris hit, but he did it again. Are you, are you um, talking he, about the Delvin Bro hit on the sideline, like on the very no, next play? No, 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 no. Oh, the next one, okay. running play, and Powell went down, and in comes uh, Simone Lawrence, and, and actually hit him head-to-head from behind. And Powell got up, and I mean, if you review the game, if you've taped it, um, you'll see it. Um, this guy needs to be curtailed. He needs to be put in his place. He is a dirty player. Like I said, doesn't need to be because he's extremely talented, but he needs to be put in his place. And it's not just the Burris hit and this one tonight. Um, and it's always against, it seems like it's always against former teammates. Burris, 
Caleros. He knows Caleros has head issues, but he goes after him. And they have a new rule now that they don't even have to slide. Um, and he did slide. So, like, you don't even have to touch him. It's dead where, where he slides. Yeah, you can, you can go head first. Go. Yeah, you can go head first as a quarterback, and, and, and you're dead. You, you cannot hit the guy. Right. So, like, you know, Ticat fans are very selective and short memories, but this guy's got to be put in his place. And I don't want to hear about what's not twenty million, it's not five. What difference does it make? So if he makes, you know, fifty bucks a game and go out and kill people, like what is that? What is that nonsense? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I believe in tough defense. You know, Ange Mosca taking out Normie Kwong, and look what that resulted in. It is a sixty-year grudge. They ended up having a fight on stage. You remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah. So, yeah, tough defense. That's how you play the game. Blah blah blah. But you know what? Like. These are the, 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 the positions, the, the quarterback is your whole team. Well, you know what? The health of the players should be paramount, number one. I mean, right. yeah, yeah, we want football to be physical, but we have to have these guys stay healthy. Just turn it around. What happens if you take out Masoli? Where are the cats? I was thinking that all game. I thought, okay, so Simone, you took out Caleros. Uh, us, you know, if you're a Rough Riders fan or a Rough Riders player, we're going to go after Masoli. I mean, we just can't have this happen. Right, exactly. And, and and you know what? Good for you for bringing it up and being, you know, bipartisan and everything else. And, well, and, yeah, you, yeah, you can't look at what team the guy plays for. You exactly. have to look at the guy who got hurt. Exactly. Well, the one caller took exception and, and you know, said you weren't defending the Cats. That's nonsense. It's it's about football knowledge. Now I just I'm gonna go. Um, I I love your program. You're a knowledgeable guy. I just have one beef. Yeah, go ahead. Emails, uh, the Facebook, and all. This is a call-in program. If you want to voice your view, your opinion and your views, call in. You know, um, too much time reading that stuff. That's my only beef. Okay, appreciate the Talk call, Anthony. Next week, you got it. And saying that, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. I understand where Anthony's coming from. Call, express your views. Yeah, we can under we can hear the passion in his voice, in your voice. It's great. But, again, we live in the new millennium, and we all have our gadgets. And it's much easier nowadays to send an email or send a Facebook message or send a tweet. And that's okay. We'll continue to do that. Uh, Angela writes, hey, Rick, I'm not overly excited about this win, but a win is a win. I thought Simone's hit was dirty as Zach was clearly in the act of sliding to the turf. I mean, these guys are good friends off the field. One would think a suspension is looming depending on Zach's prognosis. As far as the game is concerned, I thought the initial game of the 2019 campaign it was a physical contest. I thought we controlled the momentum just enough. Defensively, I thought the guys bent but didn't break. Would Zach have made a difference if he lasted the game? Offensively, I thought Masoli managed the game satisfactorily and he was efficient when he needed to be. Special teams, just something about Frankie. You know he's going to bust one, and he did. On the Argos, and our defense will be tested as they look explosive based on the preseason action. Player of the game, Speedy B. Back to the phones we go. Ryan has called into the program. Hey, Ryan. Uh, hey, you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. I think Simone is not a dirty player, but uh, what he did and where it was in the game, I think it was just a tone setter in uh, Smash Mouth Hamilton football. Uh, so you have no problem with the hit? No, I, I think the hit's dirty. I think just where it was in the game at the tone setter. And it was I see, like okay. His in- instincts kicked in. In saying that, would you suspend him? Yeah, I mean, the rules are set into place for a reason, or else he'd end up like McMahon from the Bears. I mean, uh, another thing I didn't like is uh, the run game. They're usually better with that, especially against a team like Saskatchewan. 
Yeah, they didn't use Sean Thomas Arlington enough for me, especially leading the ball game. You want to you want to lean on your running game. Well, also just Filer. Like, they didn't have Filer in the game at all. I don't know what happened there. If it was a late game set, I didn't hear anything about that, though. No, he's nursing a, a more or less a preseason injury, so I think they just want to be careful that they don't aggravate it a little bit much. Yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. I thought the center played weak. He uh, let some blitzes through that he shouldn't have. Who's your uh, player of the game? Uh, my player of the game is probably, I would say, Simone Lawrence. All right. Ryan, appreciate the call. Off we go to Frank, who's calling it in the fifth quarter. Frank, how are you? Hey, good, man. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks for calling. I'd like to say Dave's not here. And, uh, by the way, um, the, the hit, I would give him five games in a second because, uh, no, there's no call for that. And, actually, the second-last caller got most of my points right down on it. So you guys are on the same wavelength. Yeah, pretty much. Except for you know, like the, the guy, the guy before him too is like about the uh, the salary and whatever. Well, think before you do something, something like that. I mean, he knows he has a concussion history, but then again, so does Zach Calaris. And if he has a concussion history, he shouldn't be playing. And but he's playing. He was a starter. But I'm happy. Or I'm not happy, but I'm satisfied with the outcome of the game. But uh, and a lot of other callers said too that uh, you're playing against a top-notch quarterback. Like we would have got smoked. We were lucky to get this win, and uh, hopefully we can get another one tomorrow or next next Saturday week. In, Who, next Saturday in Toronto. Who's your uh, player of the game today? Ah, uh, I'd have to say Frankie Williams. Yeah, he he won the game for us. Good call. Yeah, he had a great night. Frank, appreciate the call. All Talk right. to you next week. Bye-bye. Uh, last caller is going to go to Rob. Rob, thanks for calling the fifth quarter. Hi. How, how, how are you tonight? I'm good. How about you? Well, I'm glad we won, but it was an un- unnecessary hit. I thought it was a cheap shot, and uh, I think if the uh, CFL is really serious about eliminating this kind of play, they should have a rule where if you cheap shot somebody and injure them, then you're out until they come back. Yeah, I, you know what? If, if Sometimes you, that might be a little career, sticky, though. Then your career's over. Well, it would eliminate cheap shots, and it would. My brother and I used to talk about this, and because because the uh, amount of head hot head shots in hockey. Yeah, but let me give you this scenario: a guy who is not an impact player on a team feigns an injury and is out for the rest of the season, and now maybe well, one of your star players is gone for the rest of the year. Well, it would have to be, you know, it would have to be backed up with doctors' reports and you know right. stuff like that. But I mean, that was that was clearly a cheap shot. That, Without that a doubt, un- it was Simone's hit. That was that was c- completely unnecessary. And I, I've always been a Simone Lawrence fan, and I just his his actions there really, it really. Dropped my level of respect for him. I agree. We got to run, Rob. Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, Frank. Sounds good. Rob, appreciate the call. Thank you. Thanks to all our callers tonight. Our player of the game, voted by you, the fans, is Frankie Williams. He had a 
Fantastic game defensively, three defensive tackles, but more importantly, a huge 68-yard punt return for a touchdown. Our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight is Jason. Hey, huge thanks to producers Donna Pollard and Will Erskine. That's it for the fifth quarter. Enjoy the rest of the weekend on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Titans game on AM 900 CHML. The Fifth Quarter Podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you download your favorite podcasts. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.